This is Acceptable Vices for November 12th, 2015. Tonight, how not to suck at life. Hey everyone, this is Acceptable Vices here on the show tonight. We have George. Hey, George. How's it going, everybody? How you doing? I have beer. You have good. It's good. That's good. All right, and we have Nelson. Nelson, you're back. Hey, man. Hello. Make sure when you get to uh, the second stage, you get the right mutation. He is, of course, talking about his newest obsession, Fallout 4. We've... Oh, no, I was talking about Nuclear Throne. Oh, That's okay. how you win at life. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were talking about, I don't know, Bioshock? Whatever. I figured we had already moved on to sex and dating advice. It moves on <laughs> to stage two. Yeah, that voice you just heard was that of comedian extraordinaire Uncle Yo. Hey, Uncle Yo, how you doing? Greetings and beatings, Victor. It's a proud pleasure to finally be on your podcast. And speaking of, the first time I ever saw you live was over in uh, California. You were doing a wonderful sound mixing panel on My Little Pony, uh, Soundscape is Magic, and great news for the uh, Brooklyn Pony Convention happening this coming November. I have the honor of emceeing their big gala guest dinner, Uh including the voices of Shining Armor and series creator, a woman you might know named Lauren Faust. Ah, very, very cool. I wish it's I could make. It's gonna be an honor it. to be in the room with uh, that many talent. Yeah, I wish I could make it to that convention, but I can really only afford to go to one East Coast convention a year. Which reminds me, the last time I saw you was at Kineticon. Have you been since? It's been, uh, you know, it's been an up and down year, and we're hoping to finish it out strong. Um, if you wanted me to hold off until later before the announcement, that works out for me. No, you know what? Let's uh, let's get this out of the way. You have an announcement. You oh, hold on a second. Before we get to the announcement, hey Cherba, how you doing? Cherba <laughs> <laughs> is my official announcement. I'd like to admit that he has accessed the second mutation level. He now has what will be called vacuum herpes. Aha. Cherba, mm. response. Well, here's the first bit of life advice for the show, is that ignore the advice from three-fifths of the panel, considering we've got a comedian, a comedian who is now a journalist, and Victor. And me, yeah. But uh, before we get to the actual advice, um, Uncle Yo, you have an announcement, if I'm not mistaken. No, I'm super stoked, and again, thank you for uh, for pulling me onto this. So, all of last year, I was able to conduct a, and and create for YouTube, uh, for everyone's viewers' sake, a 12 episode miniseries. George, you've heard about me. You've heard me rant and talk about this for like the last two years straight. We finally made it a reality. Up until the start of December, we are running a Kickstarter to fund the second season of my original YouTube fantasy puppet series. Dungeon Crawler, starring Thrak the Cyclops and Benny the Wraith. These are two monsters in a D&D campaign. They are fully aware of their situation. The deal is they have to first survive being roommates. <laughs> and uh, we had a great time with the first season. We got voices from Team Four Star. We got Brendan Floss to do an on-screen appearance. We've had uh, people from Channel Awesome pop into the show. And we're reaching out now for the Kickstarter to fund the next 12 episodes Last time we left Benny and Thrak, the Cave of Deadly Doom had collapsed and exploded, and uh, now comes the question of what are they going to do next, and here's hoping with some crowdsourcing, we can actually get it up online and running because it's been a pain in the ass to get Thrak around at elementary schools. I go great with kids! I'm on a vegan diet! That's right, Thrak, you switched to a vegan diet. I only eat people who identify as vegans now! Joyce, he went from one type of cannibal to the other. I still don't know why you will let me talk to the children at kindergarten. Benny, people look at your face and it reminds them of upcoming horrors. Yes, high school graduation happens to the best of us. <laughs> but that is the hope for uh, Dungeon Crawler Season 2, and I'm very excited to be running it, and I'm making my podcast rounds now just to get up and going. I love these guys. These are this is a show that I, I write, I act, I star in, I, I direct, and then I send it over to Rich and beg, please learn me how to blue screen. And we make, the bad th- we make that bad boy happen. 
Alright, this is not... Oh, it needs an S. <laughs> what is wrong, George? Precisely, George. It needs an S. Dungeon I'm Crawler! Trying, I'm trying to find... <laughs> The Kickstarter. I have well, I have a link that ah, I'll be giving. Uh, I'll, I have a link that I'll be putting in the show notes for the podcast, and of course, it'll be in the description for the uh, the YouTube live stream, which will be uh, will be edited because I know most of the views happen after we're live. But uh, the, and, pick, and, the uh, Kickstarter uh, right now has twenty three days left, so there is not a lot of time left for you guys to go in and fund this excellent project. It's not only that, but toward the end of the week, we're going to be updating a lot of the necessary rewards. A lot of them being uh, digital and download only for our pa- for our patrons, as Benny calls them. He's minions, yes. A lot of behind the scenes, a lot of bloopers, and a lot of prompts given to us by our Kickstarters are going to be videos available only to them. Hmm. Cool. Very very cool. Yeah, um, stoked. So, um, Nelson, why don't you, uh, we've, we've actually gotten a ton of questions, uh, already in the Q and a mostly from one of our most, uh, loyal viewers, uh, Prad, uh, though the first question is kind of addressed to me and Cherba. I think it's better off to uh, have it framed in terms of you. The first question being, what were the life choices which led to Cherba and Victor looking really old while Nelson continues to look young? So, um, Nelson, maybe you should first go ahead and say what you do to look as baby-faced and innocent as you do. Uh, Well, I don't go out in the sunlight very often. Um, I smoke a lot. Uh, I don't drink that much, but I probably should drink more. Uh, And also, I run a lot in video games. Also, he's young. (laughs) Also, I am young. Although I believe me and Victor are the same age. Yeah, we're both 26, I think, right? Oh, I'm still 25. Aww. God, you guys are young. <laughs> which kind yeah, of brings us, yeah. Which kind of brings us around to the other half of the question. I have no idea what I did to end up looking so old, other than being obese. But um, <laughs> I have uh, I've been graying since I was sixteen. So uh, beyond that, I'm not really sure. Could be worse. Could be balding. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not low tide on hair, George. It's high tide for your face. Turbo, <laughs> <laughs> what about face, you? Was it high tide in high school? Turbo, <laughs> you're pretty. You're. I mean, you don't look old. You're. You're 28. You look about as old as you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beard. I get pretty baby faced when I shave properly. Yeah. Instead of just letting it grow out, because I am a. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I look about as old as I am, which would be nice if I hadn't looked about this old since I was about twenty. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't decide if this is good or bad. It was pretty handy when I was like sixteen, though, because when I was sixteen, I looked about twenty. Nobody ever carded me, which is great. <laughs> so, um. We do have a we do, Prad just did half of our job for us for this episode. He gave us all these questions. Um, how do you choose what you're going to do after high school? I kind of stumbled into what I'm doing. How about you guys? Now it feels like this is more of a should. So it feels more life advice based on what should the end goal or the end times be. If if the goal is to simply get out of get out of the house, move to a different city, start up your life for yourself, start up financial independence. It's spend that first year outside just clinging to whatever job or internship that you could, lie about and and over in over inflate that's that worth on your resume and get out there as much as you can. Uh, <laughs> At, at that point, really, it's reaching out to friends of friends on Facebook and saying who has a sublet or who's willing to do unspeakables in, in, in men's bathroom stalls at the little of the night to just shave off a little bit of rent and get me across the country. 
Speaking of going across the country, uh, thank I God, made... thank God, it wasn't in men's bathroom stalls. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I made uh, I made a decision because two assholes on a podcast told me to go to RIT for college <laughs> because they had an anime club, and so I moved across the country three times in two years. Oh, jeez! They forgot to mention that RIT is fucking expensive. Oh yeah, I almost went to RIT too because of those jerks. <laughs> There's no fucking danger of me going to RIT. I did not know those jerks until, well, I was sure graduated already. That Jesus, club is still really going strong, by the way. I'll have you know I crashed one of their first meetings of this previous semester. There were at least 150 people in that room specifically for the Moe content. So uh, it's wow. loud and proud at RIT. I actually... <laughs> um. I may or may not have an announcement for Toracon for 2016. We are working on the contract now. It would be wonderful uh, to return. Ah, well, when uh, when things are all shook and uh, shaked out, just let us know, and you're always welcome on the show. My oh, pleasure, Vic. Yeah. But I think in terms of figuring out what you want to do after high school, I think, I mean, just outside of, I mean, if your goal isn't strictly to achieve financial independence and more a sort of a, you know, kind of, what do I want to do with my life? Get a place where you feel like you're on the right track for something. I think the initial part of that is just figuring out what you like, which in and of itself is a, is a hell of a task, figuring Some out where you People spend their whole years doing it, but it is a good idea to set aside either a one- and then two-year goal, the one-year yeah. goal of what did I like in school, what activities were fun for me, what hobbies do I like, and then where can I see my where can I see myself? What makes me the happiest? Really going toward that. We're one of the first generations that has that luxury, especially these kids today. Yeah. See, I figured it out by just sort of doing after high school. It's like, yeah. okay, it's after high school, yeah. you know what? I'll do this. That was, pretty, <laughs> yeah. that was pretty much my tactic. I just kind of went, Well, I think I might go to university, but I'll I'll take a gap year first just to hang out because I've been in school for all this time. I'll I'll just take a gap year, hang out a bit, just do some stuff. Yeah, I haven't actually gotten around to getting off my gap year yet. So <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like, absolutely nothing know. wrong with taking some time when you don't know what you want to just taking that that blissful yeah. period of youth yeah. and experimenting with a whole mess of different stuff. Yeah, and if you don't know what you're going to do or what you want to do, it doesn't matter. Just go and do something. I mean, yeah. I came out of high school. I learned or started learning tr a trade. I've been to Indonesia and studied Salat. I did theater <laughs> stuff. I fucking became a flight attendant. What, what yeah. George? I, Sorry, I worked uh, in a garage. I, I learned a lot yeah. about working on cars. Yeah. Yeah? For me, my goal was uh, was getting into the theater, getting into writing. So I, I, I w knew I was going to go to SUNY Purchase after high school. And I knew I didn't have a prayer getting out for my financial situation. So I buckled down. I worked five days a week continuously at a Rite Aid one-hour photo lab until I had some spending money by the time I got to college. And even after then, I did whatever oh, part-time job that, that I could. Oh, did I? Hate I that remember job? that job. <laughs> nothing, com nothing compared to the, the 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 horror spewing from my mouth at the current restaurant. But it became. I knew I wanted to do theater. I knew I had to write, and I knew I just had to go to a school that was going to do it because it was the only thing that had really bitten me. And that's the key: is to find the interest that bites you. It's, it's like falling in love for the first time, but you won't know it until you really explore it and do it for yourself. Yeah. And I don't know where uh, Pratt is from, but... Australia. Australia. This might not be as relevant, but particularly in the U.S., do not go to university until you know exactly what you want to do there. Because if you don't, if you don't know what you want to do... You will waste a tremendous amount of money figuring out what you want to do. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be something that you want to do for the rest of your life. Like, I went yeah. to school for IT, and now I'm a developer. Like, I completely shifted gears, you know. Uh, but I didn't shift gears by shifting majors. Mm. Yeah. Like, well, you, which is, which is something like in that wheelhouse, though. <laughs> 
Well, you Nelson didn't shift gears by shifting majors, but that is literally exactly what I did. Even though I knew my long-term goal, which was to be a performer in media, you know, specifically in radio, because I had the really specific idea of what I wanted to do, which was basically to be the next Leo Laporte, which didn't work out. Um, I went for my not comp. Yet. Well, yes. not yet. Yes. Not, yet. not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Think about it. Leo Laporte is fucking old. You've this still got true. some time to go before That's you are true. fucking Leo Laporte old. <laughs> That's true. But um, I went for my computer science degree, and then I realized, no, computer science degree is not as important as learning how to write, learning how to, you know, learning all about the media industry. So I was in comp sci for two years before I switched to CTVA. So, you know, the cinema television arts, for those who can't back acronym. Okay. Um, so, I ended up in radio basically by staggering into a random meeting in a North England university drunk off my face. So I, I did everything wrong. So <laughs> I started off trying to be a mechanical engineer and promptly ADD'd my way out of that by just failing at classes because I went to a big school and it really didn't mesh well with my ADD. I, I literally do actually have ADD. Yeah, um, you were busy chasing squirrels if I remember. Exactly. I actually did that once. What? <laughs> <laughs> another episode. Too. Another episode. I want to hear that story <laughs> but on another episode. It's not a very... I'll tell you the story right now. I wanted to see if I could, you know, catch up to a squirrel and I started running after a squirrel. And... <laughs> I was gaining on him, and but the thing is, just like cars, <laughs> very light things can change direction much more easily. So while I was gaining on him on the straight, he promptly decided, okay, I'm going to go in this bush. And I was like, well, I can't do that. Fuck. <laughs> so, a to- so a squirrel Tokyo drifted you. Apparently, that's really a squirrel Tokyo But the point of this story is, I started off as a mechanical engineer, didn't cut it, and I had a bunch of credits, and I sort of looked at it and went, well, what the fuck can I do with this without, you know, backtracking too much in my educational career? And IT was the answer. So I got a degree in information science. And, and you know... I live in D.C. I have a house. I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> so, You have a house. You have the option of eating when you wish. I eat when I wish. I have three cars. Mm-hmm. There is electricity. Only two of which are broken most of the time. <laughs> the short story is George is doing pretty damn well for himself. Hmm. You, just, you don't always end up where you think you're going to go. So I guess the moral of this uh, moral to this question is be flexible and just sort of generally try to move towards what makes you happy. Also, we should get uh, Prad to answer this himself in the comments as Indeed. well because Prad went from high school to I believe into university after doing jobs for a while to become a vet, Mm -hmm. became a reasonably successful vet, and then suddenly just went, you know what, fuck this animal business, I'm going to become an IT major instead, and started (laughs) studying CS, which he is doing right now. He is doing that right now. So, Prad, answer it in in either the, the, uh, the comment section for the Google Plus event or in the YouTube video the live stream i'm sure make other- sure to check in with us every five years <laughs> <laughs> oh dude with pax australia he already checks in with me once a year there right? you go there you go all right so uh, another question prad prad really did most of the work for this episode um what am i supposed to do if i'm being hit on by girls who are underage who think that you're the same age even though you're more than 10 years older than them the right, ans- listen up. Okay. Oh Girls boy, Nelson. You. Hold on, hold on. Nelson has some wisdom from the mount to uh, to put I, down. I have some. I have some wisdom. Well, uh-huh. Randall Monroe has some wisdom. Uh huh. A few years ago, there was an XKCD uh, about a similar topic, and the gist of it was that there is an algorithm that you can use to determine who, what age range is socially acceptable to date. And get out your pencils, kids. All right. That algorithm is your age 
divided by two plus seven. Always what? follow that. And uh, and as and or higher. and um, over and whatever that number, it has to be over the legal age of consent for wherever you're living. But I believe the question here is girls who are underage. Under yeah. The age of consent. Yeah. Basically oh, you, you let them you tell them politely that you are too old for them and that you are not going to <laughs> what the hell did Sherba put in there? And that you um, uh, that's that's the formula. Oh, uh, okay. And that uh, you tell them politely that you that you're very flattered, but uh, you are too old for them and um yeah, that's pretty much it. I just, I just don't see it working, and yeah. to be honest, this relationship is going to tank faster than Jim and the Holograms. And if they catch that movie reference, you know, <laughs> they're good. They're good to go. Yeah. Or just, just or run. Recently? Run is always okay. acceptable. Two weeks and it was removed. Universal Studios said, no, no, bail, bail. <laughs> and Molly <Lauren laughs> sat in her tower, drank another scotch, and said, that's right, you come to me. I told you to come to me first. <laughs> so, uh, next question. How should I shave a disposable razor, a double or single edge razor, like real men did in the Great Wars, or, or a silly electric shaver? This is perhaps one of the least lucid questions in this list. <laughs> oh, I think it's how should I shave colon. <laughs> yeah. Razor, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the answer is a Merkel or other similar brand safety razor. A double-edged razor. Yes. A razor, as in like the razor flip phone or like WWF superstar from the 90s, Razor Ramon, because no one shaves that man. He is perfection. <laughs> Post uh, heroin, the man is beautiful. Hard gay. Woo! If you want to be a badass, use, you know, a single-sided razor, but, I mean... Don't kill yourself. Don't Don't kill yourself. Oh, actually, if, if you're a rich, uh, a rich gentleman from the the 1920s, uh, you should go to your local barber shop and have a, a servant shave you. Have them kill you? Yeah. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I use a uh, I use the combination of tool of two electric tools to shave my beard when I feel so inclined. At the same time? <laughs> no, uh, my beard hair is actually so coarse and thick that most electric razors, electric shaving machines cannot handle it. So no, I you actually use a buffer. Uh, gotta... No, I use an actual hair trimmer for like right. shaving hair. Angle grinder. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. There you go. And I have to and do one pass. Sparks flying off in the reality show. Which is more firm? I have to do uh, two passes. One with the actual hair trimmer to get it down to a minimal stubble. And I literally have the cutting edges right up against my face to get it to that point. And then it's uh, a very robust electric shaving machine that I have to then get it down to what could be called a shaved face. So if you consider actually- going to a barber. <laughs> to to actually answer this question, because I have actually tried all of these things. Um, He's doing well. Yeah, an electric razor is the epitome of easy. Try Use it with shaving cream, though, because otherwise it really isn't as pleasant as you might think it would be. But uh, make sure you have one razors, that actually can handle having some wetness on it. Yes, yeah, if you're going to get an electric razor, get one that can be used in the shower, you know, wet, like drenched in water. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> and disposable razors are just crap. Don't use them. What I use, since I am not a badass from the Great Wars, um, is a double-sided razor. I, that's what I ended up on. It's just the easiest thing. You get the closest shave, but do not push down. No, do not push down. Do not push down. Just sort of lightly drag it across your face. It'll do the work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever seen a man's lift slicer? It's a bit like that if you push down. Exactly. <laughs> I have a very pronounced Adam's apple, and this thing is a fucking bastard to shave. This is our... Uh, do not push. <laughs> You pull the skin, and then you pull the skin. It's that one hill in his whole lawn where the kid's like, ah, damn it, 
Damn it, damn it. All shaved off the gopher. There goes the plastic flamingo. Oh, found the septic um, tank. Found the septic tank. Bail, bail. <laughs> One good thing about the double-sided razors is that razor blades, like actual packs of razor blades, are like 50 cents for about a million. <laughs> yeah, they're cheap. The problem is finding them. Mm. Sometimes yeah. they're not, like, you can get them. Every CVS has double-sided razors. But anywhere else? Uh, if you're in Australia, you want to buy them from either Coles or Woolworths in the beauty products aisle. If you're in England, you can buy them, curiously enough, from a lot of tobacconists. Go figure. You guys have Coles in Australia. That is the life lesson I'm going to walk away from. That my gift cards are finally valid somewhere else. <laughs> gift cards. There's actually. Um, um, I'm trying to find supplies a. Supplies in a Coles? <laughs> like K O H L? That Coles? No, 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 no. Coles, C O L E S, I think. I have heard, I will say it's, this, it's I will say this, and it's not from my own personal experience, but from uh, from people who I generally trust to have good tastes and opinions, um, CGB Grey and Brady Heron of, um, well, CGB Grey and all of Brady's you, you know YouTube channels out there, both of them uh, recommend Harry's uh, for shaving products. Because you know, apparently the they have they bought their own shave raise they brought their own razor manufacturers. They have their own. That company just bought one in Germany to make blades, and the yeah, prices seem about pretty them on cheap. Podcasts over the last few months. Yeah, Is this the Dollar Shave Club. No, no, it's Harry's. Oh, go to Harry's dot com, basically. Yeah. Okay. And uh, seems to be pretty good, and the prices are pretty expensive. So if you want to be a lazy butt and uh, not worry about going and getting blades and all that stuff for shaving, this might be a solution for you. Yeah. Might be. I've heard good things about the Dollar Shave Club too, but I've already got a safety razor. So yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, we should walk away with the the New Zealand parody band, The Beard's Ultimate Advice. Which is don't, <laughs> don't. We're not yeah. from New Zealand, bro. Nobody when said you were from New Zealand. No, but the beards are. Never, we never claimed you were cool. Don't worry about it. That'll come The beards are. Next, oh, the beards are Australian. Question. Next question: When should a person learn to cook from scratch? So, now. Now, now always like, like immediately ago, so then you could be eating right now i mean i mean unless you need like unless you are like under 10 years old i learned to cook when i was 10 it i was, said like, under soup but that's yeah unless it. you're like under 10 years old or you have yet to fully grasp the danger that is fire um yeah. Then yeah, you should be learning to cook the immediately. That is hot. That is hot. Let me just say, if you're ten years old and you can't perfectly poach an egg, Gordon Ramsay is going to yell at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. If you can read, tell the time a bit, know roughly how to measure things. Basically, and if you've somehow managed to, to yeah. shove your hand onto a hot stove, <laughs> you can already cook. You're good. If you have Recipe somehow, if you have somehow managed to find this podcast and learned how to actually download a podcast, you're probably you're competent enough. Kitchen. You're yeah. probably competent enough to, you know. Get have messing you around in the seen kitchen. Toddlers use an iPad. I don't know if that's enough of a qualifier. <laughs> Maybe. It's, some freak Maybe. Shit. it's really the moment that ovens and microwaves become Bluetoothed. You know we're going to be in a problem. Just, oh. just cook for oh, yeah. yourself. Cook it. Oh yeah. I mean, have you honestly? Have you seen some of these easy bake ovens they got coming out now? Those are, it's not just like a 30 watt light bulb anymore. Those things are pretty interesting. Oh, they moved up to LED now just to be more, <laughs> more efficient. <laughs> Dude, that was creepy crawlers for me. Easy oh, yeah. Creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers. 
worst animated series that ever oh, came out yeah, of uh, the voice actors' career. But it was a fun toy. Very fun toy. Oh, yeah. All righty. Let's see here. Uh, how do you plan your grocery and supermarket shopping efficiently? Okay, my house is a uh, my house is a coupon clipping house. We go through all the the circulars and find out exactly what day is what supermarket going to have what price on food, and then we basically have the perfect amalgamation of all the stops and things we need to buy from which place. We got a month's we got a month's worth of supermarket shopping for five people basically for five hundred dollars. My my house is the exact opposite. I will shop for groceries uh, maybe once every two weeks or so, and I've been doing it on the internet because I, I live in the city where things get delivered. So you mean That's every city? Supermarkets. Basically. <laughs> well, well, Fresh Direct. See, I look at this from... We live outside of New York, not in the fucking Stone Age, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So I look at this from a different uh, perspective, because, you know, I I am doing well enough that I can eat whenever I want. (laughs) Waiting on those quesadillas, George. (laughs) Waiting on those decadence in my household. No, but I look at this as efficiency of time. So... (laughs) What I do is, okay, I know the layout of my grocery store, and I know, okay, I put, I, like, I arrange my shopping list in Google Keep. It's like, okay, all the produce go up here, then all the canned things are going to be in the next aisle, then it's like, and I have it arranged efficiently so I can go through and find things and not have to backtrack too much. Meet G's home. Exactly. Oh, the number one rule, do not go to the grocery store hungry. Oh, yes, absolutely. Do not do that. That's a bah. terrible idea. Unless it has free samples. I don't, I mean, my the grocery stores I go to on like the rarest of occasions have free samples. But if you want to, and this is for all you college students out there, if you want to go for free sample heaven, you got to hit like a Costco or a Sam's Club or, or big wholesale food buying places. Yeah, they I mean, have $50 like membership it. sounds steep up front, but think of all the free samples. You're oh, no, 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 no. You can get in on a guest pass. That's true. Mm. Hey, I've heard, those, at this uh, point, it, it almost boils down. Go for it, Trevor. You were saying. Oh, no, I, I already finished. I was saying, what about those $1.50 hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see those again very, very soon as they, as they pass through you fast, very fast. <laughs> uh, I, I don't eat hot dogs anymore. But go ahead, it Carl. Really you were saying. It really comes down to like, yeah. housing situation. If you're, if you're living by yourself, set out what you need and, and what you eat. If you're shopping for, for multiple people, it does help to have that big-ass freezer to store up things. I mean, yeah. store up your store up your grains and then buy your your disposables your your uh your quick to die offs not sure how that <laughs> not sure what word i completely forgot but anything that's going to dissolve perishables right away, like perishables <laughs> like pears. i live with a wraith things don't perish very easily here <laughs> but yeah y- your fruits and vegetables those are going to be like day to day or or almost week for week but mm. this is where the glories of the refrigerator is and it definitely helps for you to keep your dry stuff uh, in your pantries sectioned off in, in different Tupperware and labeled by date especially like if you're going to freeze meat label that shit by date and not by the date that you bought it the date that you should throw it out because it's becoming more intelligent than you and planning the revolution <laughs> In terms of getting meat and uh, purchasing any perishables, especially like when it comes to like ground beef, basically anything from the meat counter, um, if you want to make sure that you're optimizing for use, if you want to go buy 10 pounds of, say, ground beef or stew beef or something like that, you can always ask them to bag them in like one pound, you know, increments. So you have like, you know, we can get, you can have just like the perfect portion to make that, say, the ground beef and pasta, for example, something like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's move along. We got to get through some of these. Um, How do you get your parents to stop asking for grandchildren? You don't. You don't. It's hopeless. Get grandchildren. Even Even if you tell them you're gay. 
Yeah. They just start asking you to yeah. adopt. For some reason, <laughs> parents have children so that uh, one day they'll have grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they did because this. Because it's, it's, the ben- it's all the benefits and none of the cons. I can shake you up, spoil you silly, give you sugar, and then I'm going to pass you off to someone who made my life miserable. <laughs> you feed all of the blessings and you feed all the, the terror. I think your best bet is to, if you play a video game often enough, if you're playing an RPG, send your parents the link to that Twitch so they can watch your efforts and endeavors and their efforts and endeavors die along with your RPG character. My, my parents have done this subtle thing where they, they like anytime I say I'm spending money on something, like, oh, I'm, I'm saving up to do this for the car or this for, for this trip. They're like, well, well you know, that's going to do real good at taking care of you when you're old. Yep. Just, oh, my God. It, it, it doesn't end. Just tolerate it and move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people are more worried than looking forward to me having children. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, don't want a legitimate... Like, my girlfriend put this best. Um, I don't want to be legally responsible for a psychopath. Because <laughs> it's entirely... I mean, you know, it's probably going to be fine. Yeah. But it's entirely possible you're going to give birth to a psychopath. And and then you're going to have to love it. And then, and then you have to love... Not, not just love it, Carl. You must be legally responsible for its psychopathy. Yeah, yep. and that's why you instill them with very serious rules about when and where they should and shouldn't kill and make sure it's only bad guys and how to get away with it and then make them become a forensic pathologist. Right, I'm, exactly. I'm sure at some point Dexter's mother sat down and said, when I showed him the saran wrap, it was just to like properly save a pound of meat, a pound of meat. It was, I didn't think he'd extend it to his work life. <laughs> it was for food shopping necessities, not hobbies. <laughs> Um, let's see. How do I get a robust immune system? Go outside where there are people. That's basically the only way. Have good genes. (laughs) A lot of it's genetic. For the first six months, you will basically be sick all the time and want to die. Yeah. (laughs) After that, you will never be sick again. Yep. You are immune to everything short of Ebola. This question pairs back beautifully into the previous question about grandkids. Have a child. Your immune system will be shocked <laughs> from the lack of sleep, the need for alcohol. Those things are just germs that spew constantly oh, on yes. you. And you yeah. just come back for more. Like it, it, Parents have stronger immune systems. That's why mom spit is WD-40. <laughs> to this day, Johnson Johnson is still trying to unlock that code of like, you got something on your face. Boom, boom. I got rid of the Borg plague. Oh, you got some bubonic on you. Blech. Thanks, mom. I remember I was actually visiting my friends who had like a three or four year old and we were out to dinner somewhere. Uh, Dave and Chris's kid, Jack. Yeah. And I was just watching him going because he just, he seemed like he was a little sick and I just watched him from across the table looking at all of us just go, It's <coughs> 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 like, He knows. He Kids knows. do the absolute bidding of every virus they get. And it's like snot pouring out of their nose what do they do. And then touch everything. everything. <laughs> they have no concept of germ control. Uh jeez. Uh, so let's see here. What else we yeah, what do we got? Uh, should you so, let's see. Which one to pick? Should one use an electric toothbrush or a regular toothbrush? I don't know. I've never been a dentist, but my housemate who was one said electric toothbrush. They're the bomb. Yep. There we go. Done and done. Done and done. Uh, When should you start investing, putting money into a superannuation slash retirement fund and paying of student bills? When you Proud are finding, you don't have student bills. Yeah, exactly. The same time you learn to cook. The same time, yes. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> when when it's when yeah. you can. Okay, well, a little bit more nuanced of an answer. When you are in a financial situation, when you can afford your living expenses, and by living expenses, I don't mean, geez, maybe I'll go get a brand new Xbox game this week. When you can afford your bare living expenses, the stuff that keeps you alive, then you should start saving money. 
and perhaps thinking of building maybe a, a minimal portfolio to be able to have have your money start working for you. Put everything in the stock market index. No. <laughs> 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 maybe Don't worry about I was it thinking you're 40 it's fine. I was thinking some <laughs> I was thinking maybe some CDs or some money oh, or no, some money. No 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 Victor. Do not putting money in CDs is just like a total waste of what it could I do. have Seriously. five albums out. I can tell you CDs are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Lie. Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? Don't listen to us about what to do for financial advice. Go, go, go! Ask smarter no, people than seriously. us. No, seriously, put it in a mutual fund, an yeah, IRA, mutual fund, something yeah. like that. It's like, but seriously, if you're young for retirement, put it into the freaking stock market. Like, use a nice index fund that makes it easy. It's gonna go up and down. Don't look at it. <laughs> but seriously. Yeah. You are going to win over time, but it's going to be painful to watch some yeah. things. Like when uh, uh, a couple months ago, when they were talking about maybe shutting down the government again, I watched my portfolio just go. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> As of today, it's it's right back where it was, and then some. Yeah. So. Also, don't short stocks, even though it is really funny to short the entire stock market at once. Who pays out if the entire stock market goes down? Uh, I don't understand that shorting stocks. I don't know. <laughs> Should I? Can I uh, right way that you can lose money. Yeah. Here's a here's one for a good here's one for investments. Should I rent or buy a house slash apartment? Mm. Uh, you should build a shack in the woods and write your manifesto there. <laughs> I believe it worked out quite well for that one guy. He's world famous. Yeah. Right. There's a reason. There's a reason he got his own adjective after him. His own adverb after him. Thoroughly, he thoroughly ran away from it. Yeah. Um, well, if you are again, again, if you are in the financial situation where you could afford, say, a mortgage for in terms of buying, or you know, it's not, for that. It's not affording the mortgage. The monthly payment is about the same. It's can you afford the down payment? Yeah, the Do down payment a, is a bitch. You have a substantial amount of money saved up. I mean, yeah. I only put five percent down, but that was still. Yeah, thirteen thousand. And then, and then you kind of so, have to consider whether or not you want to be in the position of having to make the do the repairs yourself if you, you want, want to, to make the repairs, repairs, or whether you want to be able to say, "Landlord, you repair this, or I withhold rent." You know, yeah, that is. You know how much money like appliances cost? Because I have no idea because I've only rented hundreds of dollars. Uh, hundreds really? of dollars. They're not that expensive. Really? To be honest, in the perspective of the house, the appliances are yeah. quite cheap. Yeah, but then it's, again, it's but, like a question of yeah. big upfront cost versus how long it's going to last. I mean, yeah. you might yeah. buy a fridge that costs you six, seven, eight hundred dollars. That fridge is also probably going to be sitting in your kitchen for the next ten years. Yeah, so exactly. And then there's the also the is- consideration of whether or not how much you will consider modifying where you're living. Like, if you want to, for example, build a video set. Uh, and you don't want to worry about like anybody telling you you can't, <laughs> or a or a closet full of costumes and stuff like that. You may want to buy a house. Now I rent, but uh, we I know how to patch up walls pretty good. So shh, don't tell my landlords. <laughs> oh, there is one other thing. If you're considering buying a house, another thing you should consider is instead buying some land and building a house modular homes that those are a thing a very expensive proposition Depending, depends on where you live because there are some places that will perfectly allow a, a house type structure to not have a permanent foundation so also yeah, do check, do check home. we've all seen south carolina yeah like for example, if you go down to Sydney, it's usually cheaper to buy your own house because you know those little uh, the little wooden kitty houses that you can buy from I don't know whatever local store sells large toys, things like Home that. Home Depot, you know, Kmart, stuff like that. 
But uh, are you talking like the Barbie Treehouse Mansion? Like, is that where you put your children now? Guys, no, like, guys, uh, just those guys, the cat's away. Things. We can play now. <laughs> Well, you get one of those, stick it in a backyard in Sydney, and pretty much the next week you could put that on a fucking realtor's website telling people to not waste your time with offers below 1.5 mil. You've got well, yourself an Airbnb right there. Be beautiful Sydney from a shack. <laughs> You'll have people coming in all the way from Wellington. It's a very interesting thing. Because I know for a fact, I believe the property my house is on yeah. is worth more than 50% of what my mortgage is. So the land is worth a lot more. Like In some places, the land is worth a lot more than the structure. Is this because of the mithril mine beneath your house or all the wires? Well, my house isn't that expensive. I have a two-bedroom house. It's small. Yeah, yeah. Built out of foam core asbestos. It actually might be full of asbestos. It was built in 1920. <laughs> if I've learned anything from watching HDTV, it's don't fucking touch the walls because there might be asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, don't, don't move that. any walls. It's fine where it is. It was the gluten-free of its era, and we're all paying for it now. All right. Um, we've gone through a whole bunch of these questions. We've got a little bit. Of, we've only got a little bit of time left in this episode because you guys know how much I love trying to hit that hour mark. Um, let's just do. Let's just. How give, often do you get to do what you love, Victor? I not often. Not often. <laughs> <laughs> we can now. Uh, why don't we get some general? Um, Life advice. You know, let's let's take a few minutes. Just give some general good life advice. I've got some I've written down. If you guys want to take a moment and think, but um, can I take a moment because I'm pretty sure that half of the stuff you've got written down came from me in the first place anyway. No, no, this actually didn't. I actually took some time and thought and even curated some stuff here. Um, try not to dumb. That's the first bit of life advice. <laughs> so. Do take some time and consider what you're going to do before you do it, and more importantly, what you're going to say before you said it. Not many. There are very few instances where somebody or somebody will think you're an idiot because you didn't say something, as opposed to when you said something. Um, that's one bit of advice. Um, On a similar note, mm. remember that every action, even inaction. Is a is is an action like it's if, a choice. if you're thinking, yeah, making the choice not to do something about something is telling exactly how you feel about that thing. How much priority you put on it or lack yeah. thereof. Like that is a decision, mm -hmm. and you can't get away by saying, "Oh no, I didn't do anything." Not doing things is a decision, yeah. for good or bad. Yep. And generally, try not like to be... This is like a nice blue-collar Freakonomics episode. I like this. <laughs> uh, I, you know, you say blue-collar. You, you wait till you hear the next thing I got. Holding a grudge is about as useful as a python eating an alligator. <laughs> um, the world does need less alligators. <laughs> I'm just going to say okay to that. Well, I'm doing my best here, but I'm only one Australian. <laughs> Don't uh, don't argue with people on the internet. Yeah, that's a good one. That, that is very true. Also, mm -hmm. on a on a related note, if someone says, "Hey, stop bothering me," just stop. Stop bothering, bothering them. them. Yeah. Um, try not to be a, an asshole. Just in general. Oh, here's actually a good one. That is a complete refutation of your last one. Um, so a lot of people think that there are like good people and bad people, and that's not true. Anyone who tells you that is lying to you. Uh, there are actions that help people and actions that hurt people, and some people do more of certain of you know good actions than bad actions. Mm -hmm. Some people do the opposite. Yeah. It isn't an intrinsic quality of who they are. Well, it's just what they do. And they, you can make them 
do other things by, you know, persuading them or manipulating them or with force if necessary. But, like, they're still, they're not a good person or a bad person. I think I think I see you have saran wrapped in your basement. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I only only do that to the bad people. Oh, only the bad people, huh? There are good and bad people. (laughs) There are are psychopaths and not psychopaths. Okay, so let me rephrase what I said about not being an asshole. How about this? Try to act in such a way that you increase the net happiness in the world. Yes, exactly, yes. I if think you encounter someone who just really doesn't like nets. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be pretty gross. You will roam free unlike the tuna. <laughs> uh, be um try don't don't often consider your how don't often try to measure yourself in terms of other people's success. That is that is a way to be unhappy in life. Yeah, on actually, a general basis. As a corollary, remember, uh, Alexander the Great conquered Egypt when he was 20. We are all failures. <laughs> Louis, Black, uh, Louis Black did not appear on television until his mid-50s. Ah, that's time. true. <laughs> Louis Hamilton is younger than me. Formula One drivers are younger than most of us here. Actually, no, he is. No, he's he's two months younger than me. Yeah. Palmer Lucky is like 12 years old, and he has $2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> and PewDiePie has millions of dollars. Let's never forget that. Uh, there are good people, and there are bad people. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to old people. They have a lot yeah, of talk experience. To old people. Talk to old people. They have a lot of experience. In fact... There is no person on this planet that there that does not have at least one thing you can learn from them. So never well, consider never it's, consider anybody never consider anybody below you because there's always they always have one at least one thing you can learn from them. And even babies young whippersnappers. Babies babies know how to poop. It's true. Pretty sure I've got both pooping and not pooping mastered pretty well by now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of practice. Babies. easy to control all you education system. We took a standardized test to know when to poop. <laughs> we filled A, B, C, or D all of you. <laughs> if all I ate was milk, I could poop too. Of course, all I would do is poop, but... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Don't fly with a head cold because you will pop an eardrum and it really hurts and you don't get that hearing back ever. Mm-hmm. Also, that that is being an asshole to other people. Dying when you're sick, unless it's a, literally a life or death situation, just stay home. Just just find another, another way of traveling. Uh, um, again, that is... That is <laughs> I was going to say... I was going to say, that is kind of advice for people who have an abundance of money. If Yeah, no, that's... I got to tell you... far beyond yeah. eating whenever you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, if, I had, if, I, if I got sick before I had to fly out for Kineticon, I still would have fucking flown out for Kineticon, even if that's I was true. sick. Here's, here's better advice. Buy one of those masks. Just yeah. <clears throat> if you're sick... Because you are hydrated you in your face. Let's see. Uh, get lost occasionally, like just fucking have a wander, explore yeah. around. Like you know, you mm. go to New York. Forget about going to shit like Katz's Deli. Everybody knows Katz's Deli, dude. Don't go there. It's not actually I, that. I don't know Katz's Deli. I mean, it's it's What's decent. decent. It's, it's where Harry met Sally. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry Sally got it. It's just like every other Jewish waiter. But no, like, just take a wander. You'll end up in places like, I don't know, instead of Katz's, go to Little Roses on Allerton. Over near Pelham something or other, and if you ask what an Australian is doing in fucking Pelham, whatever it is, the answer is, I got lost, because I've got the direction sense of a sponge. (laughs) (laughs) However, if you're in D.C. and you're of um, fair complexion, 
do not get lost on the other side of the Anacostia River. And it is not a good place for you to be. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to Washington, the advice was below 13th Street, I think it was, or 12th Street. Is that the same? I... Or maybe it was south off, depending on the Depending on how the road bends and curves around. It is meant to be a maze to get foreigners and locals trapped in the swamp. 13th Street, below <laughs> 13th Street? Well, while I'm George sure is figuring out topography... Like, there's a brick wall and the beloved Crack Whore Alley. Look, I live for. in the suburbs. All uh, of D.C. is a festering cauldron of murder. So... <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you tell me before? It sounds like my kind of place, man. Pack extra saran wrap. There you have it. Hmm. Um, uh, I have one see. that's I have one that's pretty trite, but it does actually 100%. It is actually 100% good advice. Measure twice, cut once. Mm-hmm. Whether you're doing carpentry or working with fabric or or, or what? Mm-hmm. Or, or bris. <laughs> yes, if we have any <laughs> rabbis listening who have not yet covered that part of the training, yes, measure twice, cut once indeed. But in general, make sure be doubly sure of what you're doing before you actually do it. Also, also, also save often. If we do have any rabbis who work as a moil listening, the other thing is, when you're doing the whole business of moil, don't do the sucking the blood out mouth thing because a that's kind of sick, dude, and yeah. also b great way to spread diseases. Don't fucking spread diseases. That's dirty, man. Little Just, babies know, get a hump or something. Little babies, they don't have the immune system to handle all the bacteria and shit in your dirty ass mouth. And considering some of the rabbis I've met, that is a lot of germs, dude. Mm-mm. Like, um, these dudes have some habits. Yeah. Which which relates back into something you said earlier, Victor, is don't be an asshole, tie in, don't be anti-Semitic on a live podcast. <laughs> I don't know where we are. Serious question. I was hoping Did we'd I... go to Cats and Deli. Serious question. Was that actually anti-Semitic? I'm not no. entirely sure. I don't think so. Is, no. Uh, no. 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 Anything we're anti-germ. Yes. Which will be yeah. the new. <laughs> we're we're anti we're antiseptic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was antiseptic at, at worst. At best, it was antiseptic, and at worst, it was anti-Semitic. A- anti-old person. <laughs> That's a hell of a range there between antiseptic and anti-Semitic. Uh, the Germans figured, you know, one was the other, so we're dealing with synonyms at this point. Hey, hey, hey. We're, you know what's pa- you know what word you know what word you need to make German? For, German? For, thank you. Jeez, Nelson. <laughs> um <laughs> one, one good piece of advice that's maybe a little more heady yeah. is um remember that most human communication is just in group out group signaling. Yeah. So just remember that. If you get angry that someone's saying something, just remember they're just in-group signaling. It's totally cool that Cloud is in Smash Brothers. <laughs> if you say I, so. Cloud is in Smash Brothers? He's gonna be oh, God. He's not touched the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Smash Brothers, Nintendo's greatest hits, have paired up with Square Enix, also known as We're Out of Ideas, to not only release Kingdom Hearts 3, re-re-re-re-release FF7. They finally said, you know what, let's just open up all the doors, it doesn't matter, FF, get yourself some Smash, and that's how you spread germs. That's exactly how you get cloud. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Take a here. I, I do. Take a moment in your day, at least once, to consider how fucking lucky you are to be alive and to be at a and be at a in a civilization wherein you have the luxury to take about an hour and listen to a podcast with five guys talking on it. Yeah, late capitalism is actually pretty great because. You have all the high technology, and you still have, like, coastal cities. For now. Yeah, like, a hundred years from now, no coastal cities, probably not a lot of high technology. hundred years before now, coastal cities, shitty technology. Dolphin mutants! 
there's going to be plenty of coastal cities. It's just that they're going to be a lot further oh, inland. Yeah, there'll be different <laughs> coastal cities. They're known right now as mountain and ski towns. Ski resorts. <laughs> I will tell you, coastal city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm. We we still have enough uh, enough petroleum that you can get on a plane and fly across the world for relatively inexpensive, con- considering. Mm. Yeah. In a relatively short amount of time. Yeah. We have so, so much petroleum that we're worried we're ruining the climate, burning it all. Think yeah. about yeah. that for a moment. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I got two. I got two. I got one from Islam and one from uh, anime. Okay. Write, write your injuries in sand and your blessings in stone. Mm-hmm. One will be wiped away by the wind the next morning. The other is there to cherish and hopefully uh, grow lichen. And two... <laughs> Don't lose your way. I say those two at the I say those two at the end of my magical girl boot camp panel, and I meet it every time. No, oh, and don't run away. No, Shinji should have at some point. Like, like <laughs> if if anyone should have given up, it really should have been him. I will, you know, I'll take Angel over Tang humanity anytime. It left a bad taste <laughs> in my mouth. I'm not talking the orange sea of goo. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I've got one more piece of advice, and I think that's. I think that should be about it. I think we covered a good range of advising for the audience. Thank you for that. One more. One more. Pe- well, the last piece of advice is be excellent to each other. Right. Okay. Also, don't die, or if you do, do it in a cool way. Die well. Mm. Yeah. There Say something go. pithy. Or come back. That's an option too. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Do you want to die at with a two-bar news, or do you want to die at forty, going backwards through the pearly gates in a flaming Lamborghini? <laughs> like, I'm here at party. Watch Mad Max again. <laughs> All right, guys. My bit of advice would be. Yeah, go ahead. One more advice from you, George. Don't get hung up on trying to find uh, a, a life partner, mate, you know, a girl, if you are so inclined, or a guy, whatever. Mm. I'm yep. not going to judge any preference. Uh, Wait, just one? <laughs> exactly, not judging anything. Uh, it, it's it's going to either click or it won't, and mm. it took me a long time to find, like, once I found it, it's like, oh, I get it now, but before I figured that out, it, it really was very frustrating and seemingly endless, it's like, how am I supposed to find someone who, to spend my life with, and then you just do, so. Yeah. <laughs> mm. How much money have you tanked into that car, George? <laughs> a lot of money, dude. We're not gonna, uh, we're not gonna judge anyone's preferences here. <laughs> it's a, it's a bumpy ride, but it's a bumpy ride. But sometimes it's fun to go off road. <laughs> hey, man, you can throw shade all you like, but I tell you, pistol rings are still cheaper than diamond rings. Truth, they way are, and they keep their value. <laughs> No, they don't. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, they're entirely discernible. Witness me, Java! Yes, correct. He'll witness you. There's a big market on eBay for used pistol rings. All right, folks. Well, man, you got like three fingers. You got you got three fingers, and I'll do it with you, Thrack. Okay, there we go. You just you just you just you just. Wrong movie, Thrack. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's about it for this episode of Acceptable Vices. Thank you to George, Nelson, Cherba, and uh, brand new for his very first episode here on the the Friday Night Party Line Acceptable Vices conglomerate of podcasts we've got going. We got Uncle Yo. Thank you, Uncle Yo, for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you on. Such a pleasure. Any any time five white guys can get on a, get on the internet and talk about money on several different time zones. There you, you go. know the world's in good hands. 
And uh, just a reminder to you guys listening or watching, depending on how you are consuming this media, Uncle Yo's uh, Kickstarter for his season two of Dungeon Crawlers is uh, up and going, and you should definitely contribute if that's the kind of show you want to see made, which uh, go watch the first season on YouTube, and I think you will be convinced. So, this is Acceptable Vices for November 12th, 2015, and you will hear from us next week on Friday Night Party Line. Good night, everybody. Finally broken his spirit. I finally got him saying, hear us. (laughs) You know, Cherba, if I can make your life a little bit easier, if I can make a little less suck in it, I will. Acceptable Vices is brought to you in part by Jack's Auto Body and Paint, providing automotive repair and award-winning paintwork for car lovers in the San Fernando Valley and beyond. For more information, call 818-951-5996. That's 818-951-5996.